Hello, wonderful people of the internet. I hope you're well. Welcome back to Thacker Sunday Hangover, the midweek remedy with me, James Thacker. Hope your week's going just just swell. Uh, I'm recording this on a Tuesday night after the France game with Germany in the Euros. A very exciting time for us all. The the glimpse of hope that we have again that football might be coming home. Uh, England beating Croatia obviously on Sunday, which was a very very lovely day in the Thacker household, and I'll speak about that a bit later. But uh, yes, I hope you're all having a great time. I hope you're managing to get out and about in this sunny weather. I think it's important to make sure that uh, we're escaping the desks, are still working from home. I think a lot of people are. Um, and if you're not, then yeah, making sure that we find time either either side of the workday to make sure that you're getting out there, enjoying the sun, making sure we're socialising, do a bit of exercise, make sure we're getting some fresh air and really get soaking in that sun because I think it really does make a difference um, to people's moods. And I definitely have I've seen it make a difference on my mood in particular, soaking up that vitamin D. And, um, you know, I think generally when things are brighter and, you know, nature and out the outdoors looks so much more appealing. It can just lift your mood exponentially. So definitely uh, try and get out there as much as you can. Go for a walk, listen to a podcast, um, which obviously you will be listening to mine right now and hopefully you'll be uh, going back to re-listen to the ones of the past. Um, I, I do make the habit of actually shouting out a lot of other podcasts that I found find inspiring, whilst also forgetting that, you know, in doing that I am taking away from people <laughs> listening to this podcast but you know share the love there's a, there's enough there's enough podcasts to go around there's enough space on the interwebs anyway um some some news and some uh, i mean it's not it wasn't good news over the weekend that, that what I'm going to reflect on now um but it really did give me an opportunity to reflect on a few things um it was the the Christian Eriksen incident. If you're not a football fan, then don't worry because it's I'm not going to be talking a lot about football. But it was something. It was an incident that happened in one of the games, and it did have quite an effect on me. I won't lie. Uh, I was a little bit shaken up at the time it happened, as I think so many people were. Um, you know, people can get yeah affected by these things in in lots of different ways. It you know having a connection to this certain player. And what happened to him, um, it did shake me a little bit and I didn't really know how to think or act when it happened. So essentially, during the Denmark-Finland game, I believe it was on Saturday, uh, I think I'm right in saying that, um, Christian Eriksen suddenly, without any kind of uh, explanation, just collapsed on the pitch and I believe it was a cardiac arrest that he suffered um, obviously incredibly distressing and I think a lot of people who were covering the game found it incredibly distressing. I think the whole world kind of held their breath hoping that he would pull through. I think they were trying to give him CPR and unfortunately we probably saw a little bit too much of it on the TV coverage Um because I, I, whoever, I don't think it was the BBC that were actually filming the game. I think they were having coverage from one of the other uh, film crews that were there. But they seemed to get quite close up. Um, and I, I don't think we should have seen that. It's obviously incredibly invasive and incredibly distressing. And and filming things like, you know, 
Eriksson's girlfriend crying to um, to the Dan- the, the Denmark captain. Um, I think a guy called Kier, who, by the way, absolutely fantastic as to how he acted and how he responded to the situation. He, um, As soon as Eriksson collapsed, he made sure that he didn't swallow his tongue and also put him in the recovery position, which I think actually helped save vital... Uh, well, vital minutes for the CPR team, um, not only to make sure that he didn't suffer any kind of um, brain injury, because it means you know when you swallow your tongue, it stops the flow of oxygen at all, and it means that you can have um, you know brain uh, complications down the line. So the fact that he acted so quickly meant that those kind of things and complications were avoided. So. He also acted quickly in creating a, a shield around Ericsson, which was, it took incredibly quick thinking because it meant that the, the camera crews didn't film it, which absolutely quite rightly respected the privacy of the guy and also made sure that you know the, the scenes weren't too distressing for others. But you can only imagine the um, how hard it would have been for those players to stand there and protect him but also hear what was happening in the background while they're trying to save his life one of their teammates someone that they're incredibly close to I can't I can't imagine the kind of fortitude and strength that you'd need in that moment to to just stand there and I know that some of the guys were in tears I I would struggle hugely in in that moment if I knew that one of my best friends was was down on the floor um you know potentially dying and and um and yeah it just I mean, I, I, thankfully now he's okay. Um, that, that's the good news is that he's up and awake. Uh, he shared some pictures to social media with thumbs up saying, you know, all good and wishing his team all the best. So that's, you know, really fantastic news. Uh, by all means, I think it will probably spell the end of his career now because I don't think that anyone can kind of continue after that kind of thing. And But the, the, the worrying thing for me is something that, one of my friends Andy pointed out and something that definitely needs to go be go you know going into more going forward around uh, athletes and and just people in general is the knowledge around heart what causes heart issues because he recently transferred to Inter Milan and so in order to transfer one needs to do a medical a player any player needs to do a medical and you know any kind of heart condition that could have been there was not picked up obviously or if it's been ignored that's a completely different conversation but it it hasn't been picked up by the medical team which would then suggest that we really don't know enough about the human body and the human condition and the stresses that athletes put themselves under that cause these kind of things and this has happened before I remember Fabrice Moamba was playing for Bolton against Tottenham he collapsed suddenly we didn't know why I think um Chick Teote is also an uh, ex-Newcastle player, also died of a heart attack prematurely. And it's um it really is quite scary. But one, I suppose the the lesson to take, and, and thankfully this on this occasion, um it, it was a, a I suppose a relatively happy ending, all, all things considered, considering what could have happened. I think one thing dawned on me quite strongly, and that was that you know, life is so fragile. And something that I was talking to my good friend John about over breakfast, actually on Saturday morning, was that if if there's anything that we should have learned from the COVID times is that time and people 
uh, and experiences and life as we know it can be taken away so swiftly and severely due to factors outside of our control. We, over the last year, although life hasn't stopped for us all completely, you know, it's been an incredibly testing and challenging time and we've lived constantly with like a, we've lived life with, it's like life plus or life light um, because we haven't been able to do anything that we want to do pretty much without having these restrictions or conditions or, you know, feeling like we're uncomfortable or, yeah, life as we've known it has been completely turned upside down. We've missed our friends, we relationships, um, you know, parents, grandparents, connections, and, and it can be all taken away just like that. And even more severely, it, you know, without warning, it can just end in, a, in an instant. Um, you know, one of the fittest people in the world, I mean, Christian Eriksen, I remember when he was playing for Spurs, he was one of the fittest players that play for Tottenham so him collapsing of a heart you know a cardiac arrest is a, a massive surprise because you're like well when when you grow up you think you know you're always taught get your cardiovascular correct because it protects your heart and you know you need to build up your strength in your heart and to get fit and he's one of the fittest guys and he still is collapsed as a cardiac arrest so really it can t- hit anyone at any time and I think this is something that we need to remember is that life is so precious and we need to go make the most of every day. We need to make the, you know, find happiness in every moment, go spread positivity, make a positive impact. Don't hold grudges. Don't, you know, have that moment of road rage. You know, do you want to sweat the small stuff or do you in fact want to let it go and, and be that positive calming influence? Do we want to treat each other with more respect and uh, kindness and you know genuine um, and 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 act with genuine intentions rather than superficial or false ones. I think all of these kind of thoughts dawned on me, and it, it you know it was, it was it was quite an emotional time. I won't lie, and I had a lump in my throat and tears in my eyes. I'm not ashamed to admit that because it was genuinely so so worrying. But because of all the reasons that I've mentioned, it it was kind of just brought it all home to me that. We, you know, we, you know, Ricky Gervais fam- you know, famously said, "Life is not a dress rehearsal." You don't, you, you only. I, th- I think I don't know whether that was he was the first person to say it or not. I, I guess not, but that's that's who I remember who said it. Um, but we only get one go round at it, and bearing that in mind, I just think sometimes we we don't make the most of our time here. Now, it doesn't mean that every single day, every single waking moment needs to be filled with action and activity and things to do because you know we'll knock ourselves out and then you'll go to the other extreme where you know you'll just burn out and mentally be broken however we should always strive to strive to make the most of life make the most positive of impacts on other people do as much as we can go and live life experience things go and enjoy it because you know, when it all comes to an end, who knows what we've got waiting um, after it all finishes? We, you know, no one knows. Um, but life, life is no dress rehearsal, and I think the incident with Christian Eriksen really brought that home to me. Um, and and hopefully, you know, this this kind of small little snippet and what we do on a weekly basis, hopefully that you know gives you something to reflect on. I hope that I truly really hope that the midweek remedy does act as a 
little bit of a, a break, a, a comfort break to your week, as, as somewhere to escape reality from. Um, I know that the topic this week, or at least I've started in quite a heavy manner, I promise we're going to bring it around to something that's a little bit more lighthearted. But um, yeah, really, I just, I because I care so deeply, and the whole reason why I started this podcast was because I wanted to spread a message of positivity, and I care about people deeply, I really do. I believe so much in the power of people and the and the ability to do good and when we come together as a society, especially in this country, I mean, there's nothing like it. Um, and I know that as a global society, we have the, you know, we have the power to do so much good if we really want to. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to share that with you today because I think in general, and, 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 and recently over times of COVID, it's been so difficult to see beyond you know the next week the next day even sometimes because it has been such a slog it's been such a difficult time and I think it's been so easy for us to kind of find relative comfort in the things where we we're staying inside and and we kind of get used to this routine now and and now we feel like to a degree our lives are stuck in this motion and we've we've just had uh, the lockdown extended until well, I say lockdowns, the, the restrictions extended until the 19th of July, which again, is, you know, it's a month away. So we hope that, and, and you know, the Prime Minister, as much as he lies about everything or he doesn't tell the complete truth, he's confident that it won't get extended again. I don't know what that means. But what we can all decide to do now is go start living life as fully um, as we possibly can for the rest of our lives and try and make that impact on other people. And if we do that, then I promise you, you know, it's something that, I, I mean, I'm, I'm still, as a person, a massive work in progress. I'm still trying to teach myself. I'm trying to learn things every day. I'm reading, I'm, I'm exploring, I'm growing and, and changing as a person all the time. And um, But that's something I'm trying to do. And I promise it's just so much more satisfying when you come at the end of the day, knowing that you've gone out, enjoyed yourself, know you've made your mark on society, know you, that you've made a positive impact on someone else's day. Um, and if we can do that more consistently and find life's little happy things, then it's just going to make us so much more happy um, as, as, a, as a society, as a group, as a little community that we're building here. Um, and and that, 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 I suppose, is, is the takeaway from from today's midweek remedy is, is to go just live life to the fullest. And, um, you know, it shouldn't take things like what happened at the weekend for, for that to really bring it home. But, you know, it has done and it's something that I felt like I couldn't, um, I can not mention, but I'm so glad that he's doing well now. Um, I really am. I, you know, I'm, I was absolutely heartbroken to see, you know, that happen. And yeah, I, I I think it's just fantastic that he's making a, a speedy recovery and, and long you know long may that continue and I, I hope he's okay and he lo- still lives a very long and, and happy life. So get well soon, Christian Eriksen. I know you won't be hearing this, but um, yeah, it, it, it does mean a lot that you're all good and we can learn a lot from from what happened. I think um, as well as the fact that I think we can all be more familiar with CPR. Um, that's something that I'm going to try and do is be familiar with the the the. Uh, I suppose the act of CPR, what it means, how to how to perform it, um, because it's something that I don't, you know, we, we never hope to um, have to perform, but when we do, it can save a life, literally, because that's exactly what happens. So um, that's, I say, another action out the back of midweek remedies 
is to go have a research and there's enough material being shared around at the minute around CPR and how to perform CPR. So there we go. Serious bit over. Um, God, getting a bit emotional. Um, serious bit over, but uh, over the last weekend, well, over the, uh, the weekend, had a genuinely lovely weekend after, especially after I found out that Ericsson was up and well and it was all good. Um, it did genuinely save the weekend. Um, but on Friday, I was um, really happy to spend my wellness Friday. So every second Friday of the month this summer, I'm very grateful that my company is allowing us um, a Friday off so that we can go spend it on something to increase our wellness. I think it's a fantastic initiative and it actually allowed me to see some of the guys uh, from work I haven't seen in, I want to say, 15 months. So I went down to Millride Golf Club, which is a beautiful course, and played some pretty good golf, actually, for once, um, which was really nice. I think um, it was just so classic and goes back to something I said around why golf is such a great game before, though, that on Sunday I then had probably the worst round of golf I've ever had in my life. And it's um, it's funny because it it kind of drives it home as to how, you know, fickle sport can be, but also golf is such a mental game um, and it teaches you lessons. So as much as, you know, I said... Um, the last time I talked about golf, that every hole, every shot is the is the next opportunity to make something better. So no matter what happens in life, you'll you'll have that next opportunity to go and correct it. You'll you'll uh, you'll be able to seek another opportunity to go and change your fortune, to change the momentum in your life, to go and um, to go and find something positive. Um, but after having a relatively decent round, I mean, it wasn't spectacular on Friday by any means, but it was it was relatively decent for me, and I hit some good shots. Um, and maybe I felt myself a bit too much on Sunday. Maybe I was getting a bit too cocky. Maybe I was resting on my laurels. Maybe I forgot the little bits of technique and setup that I needed every time I approached the ball. And uh, and then subsequently, it just led to disaster. I lost my head. I got cross at myself. And I think the reason why I got annoyed at myself is because I think I, I recognised that I was too cocksure. I, was, I rested on my laurels. I didn't practice. I didn't... Um, beforehand and I didn't approach it with the same attitude as I did on the Friday and that's another lesson um, about life is that when you don't continually try and grow and you rest on your laurels and you don't uh, look to continuously improve then life can kick you up the arse Um, so although I didn't have a good round I smile because I think that is so fantastic that it has again taught me a very valuable life lesson that I can never rest on my laurels Um, and then I after the fact, actually, it bugged me so much that on Monday I went down to the driving range to hit 100 balls and I booked myself a golf lesson on uh, Tuesday. So so there we go. Um, and actually, I, I went to see a guy at Great Haddam Golf Club who has sorted me right out. He just tweaked something so small. I'm not going to reveal the secret because, you know, that, that would be telling. Um but yeah, I'll I'll put his details if I can down below if he's got any kind of social media or whatever to to book a lesson with him because I spent half an hour and I honestly revolutionised. I I came away from that lesson absolutely buzzing, and that for me was such an exciting feeling because I think I'm learning a new skill at the moment. I am trying to perfect um, my my swing, and it's something that you can see a gradual progression with over time when you really see. Progression. This is with so many things as well. When you see yourself progressing with a particular thing or a skill or a craft or whatever, so satisfying. So it, it gives me so much energy. I think again, that's something that we don't seek to do enough. And 
um, yeah, so so I suppose like just not I, I, the lesson for me is just to not rest on my laurels and uh, to try and continually improve. Um, and then I suppose the last thing I had in my notes really was that it's coming home. England are going to win the Euros. Come on, you boys! Uh, that was a fantastic game on Sunday. I think we played so well. It was really I think important to get off to a good start, and you could feel again. I mean. Uh, I remember seeing a story that uh, my friend Charlotte posted of um, people in the pub singing the national anthem. I thought that was just so fantastic to hear. Like You could hear it from outside the pub. So I was like, that's just brilliant. That's what it's all about. Um, and people coming back together to watch something that we all love. You know, it's good to see fans back in the stadiums. Um, and we played so fantastically in the sun. We had a barbecue at the uh, Shea Thacker. Um, which was just awesome. Really, really enjoyed my Sunday, and uh, and yeah, it's a very exciting time. I mean, it's so classic that no, you know, the country does tries to play it down, play it down, play it down all the all the way up until the tournament, and then we get the sniff of a good performance. We sit, we actually feel like we're going to do well, and all of a sudden it's coming home. We get overexcited, and the expectation ramps up. It's so hilarious. It's uh, it's very stereotypically English and and a British thing to do. But uh, yeah, big game against Scotland on Friday. It's a big grudge match. It's a repeat of Euro 96, which will be incredibly exciting. And if Phil Foden scores with a, um, a very similar haircut to Paul Gascoigne, who scored in the England-Scotland game in 96, then I, I think the country just might collectively lose its head. So watch out for that. But um, yeah, very exciting. I've, I bought myself an England top in all the excitement as well. So I'll be rocking that at Farnham Cricket Club on Friday night. Guys, Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate everyone that listens to these consistently. I really do. Um, it, it means a lot to me that I have, even if it's a small community of people listening to these, um, it's, it's always good to speak on this platform. And um, if you can think of someone that would enjoy these podcasts, if you think, you know, um, yeah, if you anything like that, then share the pod, you know, send it to someone that might like it. It'd be good. Good, great to uh, to grow the community, and uh, and as always, I'd love to hear from you around anything that I've talked about, whether it be on this podcast, on a previous podcast, on the Instagram uh, post, or wherever you want to type um, type a question or have a chat. I'm open to a chat anytime, um, and it's always good to, to spread the conversation. So, so there you go. Um, yeah, before I close off, I, I want to say that I've just been accepted into the Academy of Looseheads, which is a mental health charity, and since been uh, accepted on there, it's just such a fantastic community of people that I am now in contact with uh, on the group chats on a regular basis. Um, there's some genuinely fantastic people in this world. Looseheads are doing fantastic things, especially in the um, community of rugby clubs, but um, just broadly spreading awareness of mental health and how we can really benefit, you know, how we can make our mental health better, how we can look after ourselves better. Some of the activities, some of the things to look out for when, when monitoring our mental health, we all have it. It's important to look after it. I'll, I'll keep saying it until the cows come home. Uh, I'll never, I'll never stop saying it because uh, we'll never know if our work's done. That is the, the uh, current motto of, of loose heads. And um, yeah, I just wanted to give them a shout out. Um, and I do believe very soon that I'll have my very own discount code to use if you ever want to buy any loose heads um, clothing, which is their main source of funding. Um, I have to say it's some of the most high quality, best clo- you know clothing, and I genuinely I, I say that uh, hand on heart that I've ever worn. Um, so great for training, great for casual, 
Um, and so they do some great caps as well, which I'm sure if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen me rocking over the last couple of weeks. Anyway, I'm going to shut up now. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weeks. I love you all. And uh, I shall be seeing you very, very soon. Bye-bye now. <laughs>